talking about it for quite some time now. DEI hiring practices do not work. Corporations are starting to pull away from it, and rightfully so. But it's concerning when law enforcement agencies are using that to hire people. And unfortunately, the FBI is actually welcoming this. And they're doing it publicly. They're looking to hire agents not based on qualifications, but based on their sexual preference, gender, and race. And ultimately, that's not what you want when you're building a federal agency to go after domestic terrorists and other extremists. It's not what you want, okay? Uh, I want to bring up a tweet thread that popped up, and it was just incredible because I didn't even know that this was taking place. We're going to get into the Judiciary Committee uh, letter that was released earlier this week, but I want to bring your attention to this first. It comes from Ryan Petty. Uh, Most of you guys might know him. He is one of the Parkland parents who sadly, sadly lost his daughter on that horrific day. He tweeted this out. Just days before Parkland, FBI director for Christopher Ray was in South Florida to attend an FBI DEI recruiting event. Ray wasn't there making sure tips that might have prevented Parkland were being followed. He was there to cheerlead an ideology. And obviously that's very concerning for all of us, right? Why is Christopher Ray participating in DEI hiring practices? And all you have to do is just go to their website. It's actually still up on their website right now. So if you go to the FBI website, you'll see that that event on January 10th, 2018 is still being promoted on their website. That was the release of it. The The event itself was on February 5th, I should say. It advertises it here for you guys, as you can see. Uh, I know Ryan thought this was going to get re- deleted, and it, it probably will. So he recorded as well on his Twitter thread. But it's really, really disturb- disturbing. And ultimately, he brings this other tweet in and his thread where he says, I learned about this DEI event from former special agent Nicole Parker, who was forced to attend. There are many great field agents like Nicole who try to do the important work of the federal law enforcement, but events like this send the wrong message. And he is right. So joining us right now to discuss all of this is Ryan Petty himself. He is the vice chair of the Florida State Board of Education. He is also the father of Elena Petty, who sadly lost her life on that horrific day. We're also joined by George Hill. He's an FBI whistleblower. And many of you guys may be familiar with him. He is outspoken and he is one of the many great FBI agents who are really trying to save our country by coming clean about everything that's going on. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, Marina. Yes, yes. Thank you, guys. Ryan, I want to get to you first because you were the one who flagged this for me. I had no idea that this took place and it was quite concerning. I reached out to the FBI field office here in South Florida and I also reached out to the governor's office. I haven't heard back, but from your Twitter thread, it looks like you're concerned that this might have prevented the FBI from doing its ultimate job, which is to protect the American people. Do you think that they might have maybe misuse their resources, their investigative resources, and kind of put this main focus on this DEI event and making sure that Christopher Ray had a great time while he was down here in South Florida. Yeah. Well, it, it's hard to connect those specific dots, Brianna, but what I can say is we, we know that uh, there were two tips provided to the FBI. This is all you know, public knowledge at this point. Um, yeah. The FBI mishandled those tips Um, The Parkland tragedy happened. Uh, We met with the FBI as a group of families. We uh, met with, uh, we've met with almost everyone in leadership except uh, Director Ray. He's never uh, taken the time to meet with the families that I'm aware of. I certainly haven't met with him. Um, And and procedures were changed in the handling of tips. Um, uh, That's all done um, 
I believe it's at a call center in West Virginia. Now, any kind of a tip like that requires a, an actual law enforcement agent, and a, a member of law enforcement, a member of the FBI to actually review that tip before it's dismissed. But the tips that came into the FBI uh, were, were very clearly indicating there was a school shooting uh, coming soon and, and included the information about who that shooter was. And the FBI mishandled those tips. Now, I, I, I know there were procedures uh, that, were, that broke down and the tips failed to be delivered to local law enforcement where, where actions could have been taken to prevent uh, the tragedy in Parkland. I don't know specifically that DEI had anything to do with it, but what I do know is that when the director of the FBI is more focused on attending a DEI recruiting event than he is in his law enforcement role, he's sending a message to all of the agents in, in that field office and around the FBI that DEI is the priority and th the real work of law enforcement that so many good agents, and I wanna make this point right up front, there are great, hardworking, dedicated agents at the FBI. I've met many of them and they're as frustrated as I am, maybe not as angry as I am, but frustrated certainly angry that the focus of the FBI would be shifted to something that's not important, not vital to their mission, not core to their mission. And, and quite frankly, in my view as a taxpayer, a waste of taxpayer money, I think they're putting lives at risk. They're certainly not focused on the right thing. Yeah, yeah, we hear that quite often. George, you obviously have some insight on this from personal experience. Are you, see, are you concerned with, with, with what Ryan is saying, that the FBI is kind of delegating too many of their resources to this stuff and they're really dropping the ball on things that really matter like this? I mean, it's happening nationwide, right? So mm -hmm. BlackRock uh, pushed this ESG, environmental social governance, onto corporations, and we have seen them lose billions uh, over the last few years in pursuit of this DEI. So there are market forces affecting how corporations act. However, there is no force that pushes government to change its behavior. So therefore, it's going to continue unabated, um, unabated, excuse me, um, in pursuit of these DEI uh, objectives. You know, we see that, um, you know, looking to hire, you know, pushing um, doctors and air traffic controllers and FBI to focus more on um, issues such as, you know, skin color, religious affiliation, um, even the way they think. And I saw a lot of that, uh, you know, as an FBI intelligence supervisor, because uh, I was involved in the hiring process. But specifically, I was a field counselor down at Quantico uh, around the same time that Kyle uh, Serafin was there. We actually crossed paths, although he was a student and I was a counselor. We didn't like hang out together. But one of the acquaintances that I made there was the head medical officer for the FBI. And he, I forget how many years he had been there at that time. And this was 2016. And we were both at different times during the war affiliated with Navy Expeditionary Combat Command. And his primary surgical experience was treating special operations forces uh, all through Iraq. And that was the communities that, that you, he and I were associated with, obviously, though, in different roles, neither one of us being special operators. 
And he had said to me that he had been to Quantico, I think by that time, about five years, and said that the median age of the FBI, and I forget what it was at that time, had dropped from, I think he said, 38 to 31 uh, in the short time that he had been there, but that the maturity level had dropped by half. And so this was 2016. So this has been going on for quite some time. I watched an agent go through training who, you know, I'm going to have to gesture here, but had a piece of hot brass go down uh, her shirt during at the firearms range and with a loaded weapon with her finger inside the trigger well, reach behind her head uh, to remove the brass, which is not that hot. I've had it happen a thousand times. Yeah. Um, and they couldn't touch her um, because she met certain criteria that the Bureau valued more over, you know, put above, you know, safety and efficiency, oh, I'm sorry, proficiency with a firearm. So this has been going on for quite some time and it, it's going to continue um, until it can't, until it gets so bad that that there's a, a large public outcry. Um, and I hate to sound hyperbolic. I know, you know, Kyle likes to play the video. Remy, R-E-M-Y, did a pretty good video because you just want people to die. I mean, th that's what it's going to have to get to, to the point where, and I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, sir. I, I, you know, I've also, also lost a child. It's, it's a horrible thing. Um, no one can understand what that's like. Everybody's pain is, is unique to them. But until a, an airplane falls out of the sky and crashes into a, a large building because of some air traffic controller with clearly documented mental health issues, until that happens or something worse, nothing's going to change. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we were talking about that sadly before we started this, and I I would have to agree with you on that. I don't think that anything's going to change until something tragic happens, and I think they'd probably try to cover for it if something tragic were to happen. The Judiciary Committee flagged it. The House Judiciary Committee kind of flagged this DEI hiring practice that's going on right now at the agency, and in their claims, it's quite alarming, but Ultimately, they are saying that there were people who wouldn't normally pass physical fitness tests. They actually, direct quote, was fat and unfit, somebody who was hired, these new agents. There's another new agent who they said really just their English isn't very good. I mean, they need English lessons, which is quite concerning as well. And then as you cited too, there was another one with a serious disability or mental health issue. I mean, those aren't people that you want working there, right, George? You were a part of the hiring practices. You wouldn't hire any anyone who's physically out of shape to take on a job like this, or mentally out of shape, or I mean, you just wouldn't you wouldn't hire these people, right? This is no, I would not. But this is what this is the result. This is what you get after twenty years of everyone gets a trophy and everyone's a winner. This is where constructive criticism is no longer valued. I teach college part time. That's my primarily my sole interaction uh, with people in their 20s. And, and I tell them, you know, if you have friends that aren't willing to kick you in the behind from time to time, they're not truly your friends. A, 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 someone who truly cares about you will take time to adjust you uh, and, and point out some areas that you need improvement on. And But we've been going down this path for over 20 years of – we're now up to two generations of weak people who cannot handle constructive criticism. And, uh, and now we actually have institutions in place that protect those people from any kind of hurtful words or hurtful phrases or trigger phrases. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's disturbing. Um, Ryan, I want your take on all of this because ultimately like we always look for solutions and I, we've got to figure out how to resolve this. So what would be your optimal vision for how we, we kind of fix this whole situation that we're getting ourselves into with these DEI hiring practices? Because also it's worth noting that it wasn't just the FBI that, that failed Parkland. It was also local law enforcement, the sheriff's office as well, Broward County. So how do we go about fixing these issues? Because that's what every parent wants to know. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I spend a, a fair portion of my time helping um, not only the schools and school districts in the state of Florida do a better job of protecting our schools, but I, but I lecture uh, nationwide on sort of the lessons learned from Parkland and some of these other tragedies. And I, I think, you know, George said something um, that I, I wish wasn't true, but I believe is true. It often takes a tragedy to yeah. drive the um, to drive any kind of change. Florida changed significantly after the Parkland tragedy and, and to the benefit of families and students uh, across the state that are less likely today to experience a tragedy like Parkland than, than we were back in, in 2018. What I think though, you know, again, I'm an outsider, I'm a taxpayer, I'm a citizen. Um, I'm not in law enforcement. I've never been in law enforcement. I've been on civilian review committees for a couple of law enforcement agencies. So that that's the extent of my law enforcement experience. But this is a leadership issue uh, at, at the FBI and at DOJ, and it's going to require um, new leadership at, you know, a new president, right, that is willing to remove the folks that are pushing this kind of ideology through the government systems. And I won't pretend to know that I, I could uh, figure out how to do that. But I do know from, from my work in the private sector that culture trumps everything. And when you have a rotten culture, you have to change the people out that are the cause of that. And the cause are the leadership tier. I'd say it's probably most of many of the folks in DC that are leading the FBI are the problem. They're gonna need to be removed and new leadership is gonna have to be put in place. Leadership that's focused on the law enforcement mission of the FBI and not on satisfying uh, leftist ideology in hiring practices. And, and that's the way we're gonna solve this. But to George's point, it may require another tragedy before the American people demand that change. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. George, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I just want to add in one other thing I experienced in my life. In 1975, when the draft ended, the military was caught flat-footed. They did not have to go out and pursue uh, quality candidates, but yet we still had a military that had to be manned. Um, we were in the deepest, you know, coldest parts of the Cold War at that time. And I went in the Marine Corps in 1976, October 1st, 1976, and went to Paris Island. And when I got to my first command, I was horrified with the Marines that, that I was serving with. And, and they had preceded me by, you know, about a year or so right, right after the draft had ended. And the commandant at that time, uh, replaced General Wilson, who was the last commandant to ever uh, have been awarded the uh, Medal of Honor. But General Barrows came in. And General Barrows came out with something called the expeditious discharge, whereby if you had one non-judicial punishment 
you could apply to be thrown out uh, to, to get an honorable discharge under general uh, uh, a, a, honorable a general discharge, which is under honorable conditions. So you're still eligible for your VA benefits, all that good stuff. And General Bowers went on to say, I don't care if I have to go from three to one division. I don't care if I have to go from three to one air wing. We're going to have good people who can serve and protect this country. And until you get a leader like General Barrows into the FBI and other branches of government that are willing to go down to the bare bones recognizing that the, that the entity needs to be built back up into an excellent force. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's really important. And sadly, even in our military with the DEI hiring practices, the promotions that are happening there, uh, I was extremely disappointed when U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville um, gave in. I mean, I think he's a great senator. I think he just gave in to the the promotions. And unfortunately, a lot of people who were just DEI promotions were able to get voted in and get promoted. And uh, it's just, it's so unfortunate. We really do, to echo what Ryan was saying, we do need someone in the White House who understands this and is willing to reverse course. And like the both of you said, get somebody in there who's willing to make these moves because we need it now more than ever. Our nation's being invaded, no matter how you look at it, with people who are suspected terrorists. And we're only catching some of them. And it, it's quite concerning. And I don't, I, I really hope we don't have to wait for a tragedy to take place before something changes. Thank you guys so much, Ryan, George. I really appreciate your time today and your insight in all of this. Okay, so let's end this on a high note, right? Let's get a sense of optimism because I know that was a little bit of a uh, down story, but I want to end this on a higher note for that segment. We are 283 days away from the very next presidential election, and it's a critical one. It's an important one. So again, as you just heard both, both George and Ryan say, we need a president to get in there and to change these agencies, get rid of the DEI hiring practices, completely change it. Only put individuals who are qualified for positions in positions of power. That's how we do it. And we start by putting an individual who's qualified for the White House into power. So make sure you guys, you guys, 283 days to figure out how you're going to help make sure the president is President Donald Trump in 2024. Okay, so there's many ways to do it. You could figure out a way to get involved with your local polling sites. Make sure because we all know we all saw what happened in 2020. They get a little, they get a little. Uh, we'll say nice, but they get a little thefty. <laughs> so make sure you get involved in that sense by figuring out a way to volunteer or work as a poll worker. There's so much information out there regarding just that. We need all hands on deck. We also need people to be citizen journalists. If you see something, make sure you give me a email. Like if you see something suspicious, email me. I love tips. I love investigating tips. So my email is it's on my Twitter page. It's just Brianna Morello at protonmail.com. So if you see something, say something. I know it's a corny cliche, but that's another way to approach this. That's how we win back the White House by just going through anything that you think might be a little suspicious. Have me vet it. Send it over. We love those. And if you could think of any other way to make sure that we just get rid of all of these, these communists who are in power right now, who are destroying our country, send that an email. I love tips. I love ideas. Let's generate some ideas. Let's change our country. Let's put it back on the right path. We all love this country so, so much, and we really need to get back on the right path. And that is how we do so.
All right, fellas, listen in, right? Valentine's Day is literally just a few days away. Now, you really got to get on this because if you keep waiting, if you keep procrastinating, you're going to have one ticked off lady. And if you're looking for something that's going to become super important this holiday season for your wife or your girlfriend or your mother-in-law too, I should throw that one in there too. That's another great gift idea. I've got something that I think you might actually like. Okay, hear me out. Your wife, your girlfriend, your mother-in-law, your mom might really love a gift from my pillow. Now I know what you're thinking. Why, why? I just got a whole bunch of new products from them. I got their new slippers. They are amazing. I've gotten their sleepwear, their pajamas. They are amazing. They're so comfortable. And I even got little G and Giuseppe, my two dogs, dog beds. And let me tell you something, guys. They are obsessed with those dog beds. So why not support a patriot, support someone who's being canceled by the corporate media world by supporting Mike Lindell and MyPillow products? And then also, you're winning some extra points with wifey and the mother-in-law and the mom. So my recommendation, head over to MyPillow.com right now. Make sure you head over there right now because you can't keep waiting, guys. You're going to miss out on Valentine's Day and you're really going to regret it. And use promo code Brianna. You can get up to 66% off. It's incredible the offers that are on the website right now. Look at those pajamas. I actually just got the two-piece myself and it's so comfortable. I got to tell you, it's really cozy. The slippers are a must at this point. I got the ones with the open backs. Amazing. Amazing. And I also got them for my best friend, Allie, and she's loving them too. Yep. There they are right there. I've got mine. They are in the pink and they are incredible. So make sure you head over right now to mypillow.com. Use promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Snag up to 66% off. And I'm telling you, fellas, you won't regret it. You will regret it though if you don't take advantage of this offer right now because wifey and the mother-in-law will not be happy with you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now, take a look at their plans, and sign up. 
And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them. 